Hey, Abby. Hey, Katie. And welcome, everyone, to Sticky Podcast, the podcast about why infertility sucks. Abby and I want to share our experience of how we navigated our own journeys and aim to help others dealing with the same bad news. That's right. Let's get it. We're back. Hello. Hi. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Good. Yeah. We're hanging out. Oh, God. Hope y'all don't hear that. I hear. Oh, the baby? Yeah. 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 Her daddy got her. She's precious. Ah, thanks. You know what's funny? So what? I started going back to the gym. Yeah. Oh, you did? I did. You yes. told me you were gonna. Yes. And I go to the gym and everybody's like, oh, my God, it's so great to see you. Blah, blah, blah. And... One of the women goes, where's the baby? I said, um, with her daddy. Right. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) He's completely capable of taking care of his daughter. (laughs) Well, did she think you were going to work out with her? Well, right. I mean, they don't have a, you go to a small gym. Yes. They don't have a uh, child care. No, she does not have child care. So you've been going at night. Yes. Okay. Yes. When Matthew gets home. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. And she asked, where's the baby? Where's the baby? Please tell me you just said in the car. <laughs> I should have. Uh, <laughs> she's in the car. God, I'm so mad I didn't think of that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. And then you should have just like double locked it real quick. Yeah, really. So like beep, beep, beep. And be like, oh, don't worry. The windows are cracked. Right. It's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Dang, yeah. I'm mad I didn't think of that now. Oh, people are so stupid. They really are. So yeah. if I ever get asked that again, I'm definitely going to say that. Yeah, she's in the car. Yeah, it's fine. And just like the straightest face. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so funny. Okay, well, thank Uh, you for that. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, so, well, today's episode, we Mm -hmm. are getting getting in our feels a little bit, I think. Yes. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So this episode's going to be about how to handle when you are invited to... The dreaded baby shower, Mm -hmm. the kid birthday parties, Mm -hmm. and honestly, just any social gathering. Yeah. Because it did not limit to me whether it was a child-focused event or not. I was getting asked. Once you hit that, what, stage 12 depression? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It didn't matter. No, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So... We want to help y'all on how to, like, navigate mm-hmm. these circumstances because, regardless, it's going to happen. I mean, you're going to get invited. Unless, to something. To something. Unless you're me. Unless you're you. <laughs> unless you're 40. Then all of your friends have had babies. Um, but I'm starting to learn. I have I have friends. No. I, I'm starting to see people try and, you know, later now. Yeah. So... I, could, I, read I something. could see it happening now. I, I had read something recently that said that most people are having children like 40 and after now. Right. Which, good for them. Yeah. I mean, I love that it's not, like, you're they're, they're not in the, oh, well, my ship sailed. Right, right. Proud yeah, of you. You just, hope, you just hope that, you know, they think that you're the mom and not the grandma. Exactly. But, you know, you just kind of have to come to terms with it. And, yeah. I mean... Like, is 30 really that different from 40? I mean, yes, it is. It's a really oh. different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you would know. <laughs> it's really different. <laughs> yeah. Bobby. <laughs> okay. Well, regardless of your age, um, we came up with a list. Well, really like three lists mm-hmm. of 
ideas that you can use and implement into your life on how to navigate these events these events these triggers right you know whatever it is for you and and there these might not bother you i mean there are people out there that i think they're like oh no this is fine like i love that i'm celebrating and if that is the headspace that you're in more power to you. Yeah, it's. I, I think that's less likely. <laughs> Pretty much. I yes. mean, I that that person is few and far in between. True that. And I do want to make a blanket statement before we start. Okay, please. We are um, in the South. Yes, we you are. Know? We are. Um, you know, we feel obligation, mm. and we feel all these things. And I just want to say, just off the rip. I love this. Like anything is okay. Ooh. Like, whatever you want to do is okay to me. I love that. It doesn't matter to me. Whatever you want to do is fine in my book. Whatever you need to do is, to get... Is the right decision. Exactly. So, love that. I'm so happy you said that. Instead of, like, if you are a person who's like, oh, I want to be super healthy about this and I'm going to use these coping skills, maybe use something that we say... Then do it. Yeah. But whatever you need to do is fine. Like, it, you don't have to feel any type of guilt or... Right. Like, if you hear something and you're like, oh, my God, I've never done that. Like, you know, I'm not good at being a good friend or right. whatever, whatever. No, it doesn't matter. Like, any self-deprecating thoughts that you may have because you are not in a good headspace or whatever no it's fine whatever you need to do is fine amen it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it does not matter yeah so i love that well getting into it now again i'd said that we we made like three three lists basically mm -hmm. and the first one is a short-term ideas okay so for the short term and what that means is like the day of the event mm-hmm. or a couple days leading up to it. I knew, at least for me, days leading up to a baby shower or whatever, I would start having some anxiety about it. I okay, start- so let's let's go through the whole thing. So let's say six weeks, eight weeks in advance, you mm-hmm. get the invite. Yeah. So what are you feeling at that point? Ugh. You're annoyed. Annoyed. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Immediately annoyed. Right. At what point did you start getting annoyed? Was it... When you and Matthew were trying and it wasn't happening? Or was this IVF treatment? Did it change when you got IVF treatment and you were like, oh yeah, we're, you know, we're on the road? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great question. So I would definitely say it was during my depressed state. Okay. So the depression pretty much started, I think, right before we got our diagnosis okay because at that point i knew something wasn't right like you'd been trying for a year exactly right when we hit because they say like statistically couples are going to get pregnant between months six and eight i think that's what what it is i think it's between months six and eight of trying to conceive um for someone younger Mm -hmm. than 35 yeah so Basically, once we hit month, I remember it being month 10. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. Something's not right. And literally everyone was having babies that you knew. Yes. Everyone was having babies, getting pregnant, and, and they were people that 
that told us they were starting to try after we had said we were trying. Right. So that was when I would say it started, I started shifting. Yeah. I was not looking forward to those anymore. Mm-hmm. Up until, I would say up until we started our IVF process. Right. Because I was so obnoxiously optimistic about it that I pretty much was like this is going to work so you were fine after once you started treatment and stuff you would gladly go to a a party I shower was definitely in a way better headspace okay and I want to contribute that to going to therapy yeah I don't know if I would have been there if I hadn't gone to therapy right so yeah okay that's what I think yeah during IVF it was still it stung but I was like, I'm going to get there. Like, right. it's fine. I My time is going to come. Right. That's what I, th- I think. Yeah. Did you have a period of time where you... I don't you... think I got invited to That's any true. baby showers. <laughs> you know, the only thing, and I've talked about it before on the podcast, was our kids' Christmas. Yes. And that was the... And, and it was so predictable. Yeah. It was in December every year. <laughs> and then we would do a little Easter event. Oh, that's cute. For some reason, the Easter wasn't as bad. Maybe because there was just well, more activity think, or... Well, you're... Well, I was triggers having... Triggers of anniversaries of... Oh, yeah, because my miscarriages that? were in December. Yeah, that's what I think. Oh, yeah, duh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, Kids Christmas, that was one of those that I... I went for the first few years, and then I was like, I'm going to sit this out. Yeah. You know, y'all have fun. And I just felt like I couldn't go to that. Mm-hmm. It that's just, fair. you know, was not... It was not good. Yeah, it was just, it was easy for me to say no to that. Right. It didn't, and it and it didn't linger. It wasn't like, oh gosh, leading up to it for a long time. Because in my head, I just knew I'm not going to this. Mm-hmm. And they know at this point. And, and so I love that they accepted it. Like yeah. they totally. Wasn't a big deal at all. Right. And that you were brave enough to say, hey guys, I got to bow out. Like, Well, yeah, but I will say it would be different than like a baby shower. Because a baby shower, you feel like, like I have one coming up. Mm-hmm. And I feel guilty sort of about it because I know people feel obligated. Nah. And like, you don't have to come. You don't have to be obligated. You don't have to get us something, you know. We're just, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing. Yeah. So, for kids Christmas, it's not like I had to... It wasn't like we were celebrating one person and I had to bring a gift for that one person. So it's yeah, different. Interesting. You know? Yeah. But I don't think I really got involved. I, I don't think I really got invited to any baby showers that I can remember. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I probably did. Yeah. Over those four years. But, I mean, I'm old. So all our, <laughs> I mean, my friends have kids that are going to high school. Like, mm, God. you That's know. true. So it's. It's just different. It is different. That's right. I did go to an adoption party. <gasps> and a dual adoption party, but that was I try to think when that was. Mm-hmm. I think we already had done like our egg retrievals. Oh. And stuff. So okay. I was I was past my depressed stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my, cool. My unknowing stage. Right. Yeah. And I think that's fair when you don't know what's gonna happen. Right. That's where it hurts. Right. That that's that's like being in the thick of the sorrow. Right. At least for me. That, yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. So, so short-term ideas. Then the next one we have are long-term ideas. Mm-hmm. So the short-term basically 
that's what's going to help you days leading up to it. Long term is what we want y'all to practice to help you all day, every day, because yeah. you are going to have those surprises. Mm-hmm. You are going to have those. You go to the grocery store and you run into your one of your high school friend's mom mm-hmm. and she her daughter just had a baby and then she's gonna ask you so when are you thinking about having kids 100 percent. you know it happens so oh yes one of those things the long term can help you with the events that will definitely happen and then those spur of the moment sporadic ones you didn't see coming right um and then the other one the other list is what you probably shouldn't do right and i can confirm that I have done at least two right. of what you probably shouldn't do. <laughs> I've done three. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very sure. good. Very for good. Sure. Okay. On the on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So the first one on our short term idea is if you are invited to a baby shower, child birthday, whatever, just politely decline. Yeah. You don't have to go. Anything is okay. Right. Yeah. And I wish I had been stronger in this because Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever turned one down. Or just make up something that you have to do. Right. I don't know why. Like, like I'm not a great liar. Well, I don't think you have to lie. Plan something. Well, that's true, too. I mean, straight up plan. Oh, we... I mean... You have plans. Yeah, right. And make a plan. Yeah. You know, and don't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to ask, do you have to send a gift? So that is a great question. I don't know. Oh, my answer is heck no. Okay, good, good. I feel like there are going to be people out there that they're just so hospitable that they're going to be like, I can't not send something. It depends on probably what your love language is. That's very true, too. If you're a two or whatever, no, that's Enneagram. If you're a gift giver, you're probably going to want to do some special little gift. Yes. But I think it just depends. And it also depends on who it is. Uh, Right. So the short-term idealist, Uh the second one that we had come up with was if you are that person that's just like, I can't not show up. You have to go. I have to go. This is my... Best friend. Best friend. This is my sister. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, whatever, whatever. Set a time limit for your attendance. Don't get there again. Lie and make plans. Yeah, true that. Exactly. You know, you've got somewhere else to be. You've got to be at the pool. Right. Got to work on that tan. (laughs) I have to go take a nap. Right. Yes. Right. Cannot miss that engagement. I have got to finish my show. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, if it's something that you feel like you have to be at, you can't miss it. Don't stay the whole time. Right. Don't stay when they're opening the gifts. And if it's a drop-in, go late. Yeah. Be fine. Oh, I think definitely don't be the first person there. Yeah. Like, come in kind of in the middle and dip out. Yeah. Like, let your presence be known. Right. Let the... Uh, what's that person called? Don't host it. Don't host it. No. <laughs> don't do and, that. And I do want to preface all this by saying, it is... This is if you're struggling... I feel like, struggling with infertility. Absolutely. I want to say in normal circumstances, the reason I would say no gift and don't worry about it and nothing matters is because you're struggling with that. I think it's going to be hard to shop for gifts. Oh, yes. Is what I mean. Exactly. I think it's going to be hard for you to 
get out of your sister's baby shower <laughs> under normal circumstances. Correct. So I just want to preface that. I just want to say that. That's you know, fair. This is, we're in this world. Right. Okay. Yes, exactly. We're it, in this mindset. Exactly. Okay. Um, get a little selfish. I, Honestly. I mean, you have to. Yeah. You ha- and, and it's, you know, if you don't want to call it that, don't call it that. But basically, you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Bottom line. Because you're gonna get you're gonna get depressed. Oh yeah, it's, it's, gonna it's inevitable. It's uh, gonna happen. No doubt. It's too much. It's too much of a mind game. Uh, yes. That you're gonna, and then the mind affects your hormones. It just it's too much. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Good times. All right. So limit your time. I like that. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. So the third one was, and this is one that I did. Mm-hmm. Call a friend the day of the event. Or on the way to it mm-hmm. to talk it out or cry it out. Did you cry on the way to an event? I don't think and I cried. And what did you look like there? Right. Good question. <laughs> I didn't cry. I think I was just like, honestly, I don't think I talked about it. I think I was just like, help me get my mind off of this. To yourself. To and to the called, person I talked to. Oh, they like, knew why you were calling. Yes. Like, okay. let's. Tell me anything. Like, oh, let's talk about distraction. anything. Distraction, yes. Okay. That was what I needed. Now, you could also use it as, let me vent to you about why I'm See, so pissed I'm more off. of a venter, yeah. Yeah. I needed to, like, take me away from the pain. Right. Talk talk me off. Mm-hmm. Distra- avoid, else. distract. Avo- all of Stuff it. Stuff down all the healthy things. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> good times. That's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The next one, number four, is exercise. Yeah. I mean, it's proven that when you exercise, you have endorphins. It's amazing. It is amazing. So, yeah, exercise the day of, whether that is going on a walk mm-hmm. or kickboxing or, because I was definitely Ride one. your bike. Ride your bike. Ride your pelly. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. It, just move. If you can get out, move, get outside, mm-hmm. That that's going to help tremendously. Yeah. The fifth one that we have is have a pep talk with yourself and help yourself be positive. Yeah. Talk to yourself positively. And that's something that we've talked about on the podcast before is how your attitude is if you are thinking positively, giving yourself all the good endorphins of positivity, you're, the inside of your body is going to thank you and mm-hmm. be good to you. So if you have a negative mindset, a depressed mindset, your innards in your body are going to be depressed too. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And even even talking positively to yourself and being in that good mindset may still mean you don't go. Oh, yeah. Because you could not go and beat yourself up for a week. So true. Which is typically, I'd say, what we would do. In the South, if you feel obligated and mm-hmm. you feel, oh, the pressure and it's not going to be polite and all of that. Right. So right. I think either whether you decide to go or not, mm-hmm. do all these things. All the things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one we have is have a response ready. So by that, I mean, if you know that like you're going to a family reunion your friend's great aunt is going to be there exactly Ugh. um is going to ask you you know when are you going to give your mama and daddy grandbabies mm-hmm. 
have a have a comeback ready, basically. Yeah. I yeah. mean, mine was your guess is as good as mine. I love it. So, and you I know, think mine was just like wish I knew. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just kind of. It, or I found myself trying to make them feel okay and it, say like, mm-hmm. oh well, um, we would love to, you know. You're just trying to make them feel good. Right. Or. Instead of being snarky. Feel bad. Right. Like, oh, well, actually, we have to go to a fertility clinic. Tell them the whole thing. Tell them the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, well, let's make sit them... down. Why don't you refill your punt, uh-huh. Aunt Debbie? I will make you think twice about asking somebody again <laughs> when they're having children. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So that that was me. The next one is have a good cry. Just cry, man. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Do it in your car. Yeah. Do it wherever you feel comfortable. Now, would you, like, initiate a cry? Like, watch something that you knew would make you cry? Or was it just, like, if it started coming, you wouldn't fight it? Mm, I would initiate it because I couldn't really cry. Wow. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely never initiate a cry. Oh, that's funny. Well, I just need to get it out. I was so tired of feeling that. It was kind of like popping a pimple. I would never, ever initiate a cry. No. I hate crying. I get a headache. Well, yeah, but I needed to, like, get it out. I would initiate anger. That's fun. Well, right. Well, that's why I love, um, at my gym we do paloxing. And it's like, it's Mm. kickboxing and pilates. Yeah. So I do a lot of air punching. Okay. So that helped a lot. Oh, no, no, no. Mine has to be directed at a person. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Or another car when I'm driving. Oh, God. You know, something like that. Or speed. Something very destructive. Yeah. It has to be bad. It has to be very... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary. Like, borderline, like, scary. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Y'all remember the what we probably shouldn't do? (laughs) Right. Take note. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Don't be me. (laughs) And then our last one that we had for short-term ideas is... And this is going to gear more towards baby showers. And that is to only get the mom to be a gift. Which she would uh, so appreciate. Exactly. And this is one that I did, actually. I was too sad to look at the baby stuff. Yep. But I really love this friend. And I knew I couldn't not be there for her. Mm -hmm. So when I was going through her baby registry, I saw that she had things on there for, like, pumping needs and oh, yeah. breastfeeding stuff. And Probably I was like, some diapers for her. It, well, right. No kidding. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I was like, oh, I don't have to get the baby something. I'll get her something and it doesn't look bad. Right. So really, I look like a hero to the mom. Right. Because, yeah, the baby gets everything. Right. So that really helped me not make the whole situation sad. Yeah. Like, because, you know, looking at the registry is sad. Then. Getting it and wrapping it is sad. Right. Then taking it there and, you know, all that. So having the mom to be a gift was really nice, actually. Yeah. For and me. I th- I would want to add another one, which would be to replace that event <laughs> with something that you want to do. So, Ooh. like, um, do all the things that you need to do to make yourself feel good about not going. Right. So if that means you need to buy a gift, buy a gift. If it means don't, don't. Mm-hmm. Buy the mama gift. Buy the mama gift. Um, make sure you are RSVP. Like, yeah. let them know whether or not you're coming. Definitely. 
And then literally during that same hour or two hours or whatever, go do something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Like go to, go get a massage. Yeah. Like go to Urban Nirvana and have a whole, make a whole day of it. Yes. Like do your thing. Treat yourself. And don't feel bad about it the whole time. Yeah. I, I love that. Because it's going to put you in a bad headspace, so do something that's going to counteract that. Right. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's fantastic. If sitting at home during it is going to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Get up. Or you're going to get in that, get into like another habit that's not good. Mm-hmm. Then make a, make a separate plan where it's just you by yourself and go do something. Right. Well, and that can kind of turn into also a long-term idea. Right. So then you decide after every baby shower that you except that you are Mm -hmm. you decide to go then you go do something for yourself right or you're just going to replace it replace it exactly right yeah yeah yeah. that's great i love that yeah um so our next list is going to be our long-term ideas so these are the things that we not all of them but some of them we implemented in our own lives that we needed to do long term to help us survive yeah i mean and it helps it helped a lot for sure um and the first one, obviously, it's one that Abby and I, we probably mention every single podcast. It has to be. And I've already talked about it one time. It has to be mentioned. It has to be. Yeah. Therapy. 100%. Yeah. To go talk to somebody. Yes. Um, even if it's a self-care, like Abby was just saying, go to Urban Nirvana, get yourself a massage. Yeah. Do something that is going to make you feel better. Yeah. Um, but definitely therapy. Nothing replaces therapy, though. Seriously. Because you're literally talking to someone who's paid to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And then also they actually know what to say back. Yes. Your best friends don't. No. Your husband definitely doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's not. You know, she's. it's too emotional for them. Right. So That's fair. Talk to somebody who's a stranger. Mm-hmm. And, and that was something. But not like an actual stranger. Like, don't oh, be no. that weird. That would be weird. No. Yeah. Don't I do don't that. see that working every time. Right. So don't do that. Yeah. No, no, no. And I think when we were even coming up with this list, I had said to Abby, therapy was good for me because I was being told the things that I didn't even know I needed to hear. That's right. And I think that's where therapy is really awesome because, like, again, I didn't realize that I was grieving. Right. And when she told me that in my therapy session, it literally... Light bulb. Light bulb. I mean... A stadium of light bulbs went right. off. Right. Like, holy crap, you're right. That right. is exactly what I'm feeling. But, like, if you can't fit therapy in, or it's too expensive, mm-hmm. or your insurance doesn't cover it, or whatever, I would say what we had as a second thing, you can eventually get there mm-hmm. on your own. Oh, yeah. So, we have journaling. Yes. Which is, honestly, I would say in our therapy now, where Jake and I go... She's told me three different times um, to journal for two weeks. Yeah. And bring in my, bring in my results, like, not bring in my journal, but like (laughs) bring it, like tell her how I've been feeling. Yeah. So I think that you can eventually get there on your own if you can't afford for someone to fast track you there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I would say this too. In my therapy session, she also told me to journal. Right. So here's free unsolicited advice that your therapist would tell you anyway. That's right. Is to journal. Yeah. And I feel like that really helped me too because I could I could read my progress. Yes. You know, sometimes I would have off days. Right. But it was really nice to look back on that and mm-hmm. see, oh, like I was trying, I 
this helped me put forth effort into my life. Right. So. And there's just, it's just going to come out a different way. Right. I mean, when you write things down, it's just going to, you're just going to spill more of your guts Mm -hmm. than than you are if you just try to sit and think. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just going to... Well, and journaling helps get it out. Then That's you right. you can quit thinking about it. That's right. And I want to say, too, like, journaling, there is no right or wrong way to do it. You if can't mess it up. If it's you're talking to yourself, you're talking in third person, you're making bullet points. You're jumping all over. Exactly. Yeah. I, that is however you journal... That's the right way to journal. I, I totally agree. It awesome. helps so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next thing, and we've kind of already touched on this, but staying active. Yes. Not just the day of that event. Uh, I actually was doing a outdoor boot camp and going to the gym during our tough infertility trenches. And it was so awesome. It was. Yeah. It gave me something to look forward to every Saturday morning. It, I created a community of people that, you know, some of them knew my story, but some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of freeing mm-hmm. that they could know me for me and not for something that was going on tragically in my life. Right. And you feel good after. You right. leave feeling like, you know, you're on top of the world like Rocky. He just climbed all mm-hmm. those steps at the end. And <laughs> so, no, I I've thoroughly believe in staying active and also part of that like find a hobby yeah if if working out is not something that you're into but you do like riding a bike mm-hmm. or playing pickleball right something find a hobby or That's work active. on cars yeah something I mean anything like that mm-hmm. I'm not a hobby person per se I definitely would much rather have a hobby than work out but I would say during my depressed stage, I was not doing anything <laughs> at all active. Right. It fed into that probably too. Well, you know. I mean, you feel better. You do feel better. It's it's hard starting, but yeah. you do feel way better. And it's going to help you in the long run. Right. I mean. It's like killing birds with stones. Right. That's not the saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the saying. Killing birds with stones. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is kind of a funny that mental is picture. funny. You're just throwing up a whole bunch of stones. <laughs> yeah. Some, you're going to hit one eventually. Killing birds with stones. <laughs> oh. So yeah. Um, the next one is going to be identifying your triggers. Well, we were talking right before we started recording. And I realized that I would say for those first two years... Of us trying and doing the miscarriages, having the miscarriages. Right. I remember I would go into TJ Maxx and I would completely, I would look over at the baby section because I knew they had such cute stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I would just act like it didn't even exist. Yeah. And even to this day, I feel like an imposter. Oh, I feel like a little, like I should not be in that section. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's almost like it's not real. Yeah. So I feel like, oh, like Mm. we had our big um, consignment thing. Oh, right. This weekend or whatever. And mom and I went and I even hesitated asking her, should we go? Yeah. Because I thought, oh, I'm going to mess this up. Right. I'm going to jinx this. But we went and successfully spent $250. So, you know, we're 
We overcame. <laughs> <laughs> you got over it. We got over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good to hear. So, yeah. No, but those are great things to figure out. And I'm glad you overcame that. Yeah, I just remember back in the day I would go to, like, TJ Maxx and I would look the other way. And I don't know if that's healthy to just completely ignore it. Should I just should I just made myself go buy something? No. Probably not. No. I think you did it the healthy route. But I just avoided it. That's fine. You know. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I mean, what were you going to do? Talk to that section? I mean, not talk to it, but like. <laughs> Quit staring at me. I guess, <laughs> I guess I thought maybe I could look over there and think one day. Like watch okay, it catch on fire. No. Like the section. <laughs> like the whole section go up and smoke. <laughs> No, yeah. I don't know. No, that, don't that's know. not healthy. I what you avoid, did was healthy. I just would avoid it. That's fine. I would just go to housewares. Good. <laughs> <laughs> or shoes. Shoes. That's a great one. Yeah. Handbags. That right. would be mine. Yeah. Right. I feel that. All right. The next one, and this is going to be different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's, for me personally, it's one of those things that would be a last resort if everything else I did, I couldn't get to where I knew I needed to be. And that's medication. Yeah. If you need to be medicated to get by, do it. I'm all for it. Yeah. There's pros and cons. Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's definite pros and cons to it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, con is you have to always have it. Yes. You know, and also when you go off, you go through withdrawals. Mm -hmm. And it just depends on what kind of medication it is. Depends on your body and it depends on... All those factors. Right. But it is something that you have to wean off of. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, if it's something that you have to wean off of, means that you're highly dependent on it. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, for me, the good outweighs the bad. Right. So, I have anxiety and lean towards depression. So, for me, not taking an anxiety medication means that Jake and I are getting a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) And that is bad. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we know, like, we can tell when it's, you know, when my anxiety's up. I've even, I'll just be completely honest, during this pregnancy, because of my anxiety of losing Mm. and things not working out, I've upped it. Yeah. And the doctors are like, Hey, you got to do, you got to take care of you first. That's right. So there's not a lot, there's not a ton of studies on it, but there's women who take medicine every day. Mm-hmm. And I know for me personally, for what I needed, I tried uh, that I needed it. Right. And I tried to go off of it first. I remember. Yeah, it was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. So there's pros and cons to it. Right. I mean, you have to know that going in, but I do think that it's, Definitely has a place. Yeah. And it definitely is a benefit. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember my therapist actually asking me if I wanted to be prescribed any medication for my depression. And I had told her because I knew that at some point we would be doing IVF. Mm -hmm. I wanted to try... To not have any medication in my system in case something yeah. altered something. I just didn't you also, know enough You wouldn't then. even eat out of plastic. Well, this is true. So, too. yeah. You're, you're correct. You and I are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. and, and that's what makes us great. That's what makes this work. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, and, you know, so you do what you have to do with that. Right. Now, postpartum, 
I might need to be medicated now. Oh, shoot me up. And I'm I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, Your hormones are have they have plummeted. Ooh, it's you wild. are and we and and people who go through this or people who do medicated cycles, uh, think about you've been on medicine a lot longer. Uh, you've been on hormones not medicine. You've been on hormones, well, medicine from right. the doctors a lot longer than just your being pregnant. Pregnant months. Yes. That's exactly you right. You have been pumped full. Yes. So, yeah, you can have a little plummet. Mm-hmm. A little plummet happen, and then all of a sudden, you know, your nipples hurt. Oh. At the same time, and you're exhausted. You know? <laughs> so tired. And you're just so exhausted. You're just, and then everything just, you know, goes to shit. Pretty much. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I it's definitely. It's like you know. Yeah. You will know. There's just, there's pros and cons, but. You know, as long as you go in informed, I think. Yes. I'm all for it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. If it helps you out, yeah. you do what you have to do. No doctor has looked at me sideways. That's good. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. It's been it's been awesome. And I go to a high-risk doctor and Your regular... the only person who ever said anything to me was, I was one, one month I was picking up a prescription. Oh. And... I had just gotten a refill, and I went through the drive-thru, and this little pharmacy tech said, you're pregnant, right? And I said, I am. I guess because I had gestational diabetes, so she knew. I don't know. Oh. And I said, I am. And she said, "Um, does your doctor know that you're taking this? Oh. And I said, well, of course. (laughs) Good for you. And she said, okay, well, I just wanted to make sure. That was the only, like, kind of... Like, like, kind of sideways comment I got. Yeah. But, literally, I was over it in two seconds. That's good. I mean, it didn't affect me at all because, like, my doctor knows. Right. Yeah. And that's what matters. Right. Yeah. True that. Love that. Yeah. All right. The next thing that we have is be honest with the person that is hosting or is the mom-to-be or mm-hmm. the birthday mom of the child whatever, whatever, um, be honest with them and just tell them, Hey, I cannot, I can't do things right now. Like if you have a kid and you invite them, you get invited to go to the pumpkin patch and go see Christmas lights and, you know, tell them, Hey, like, I love that you're including me, but during this season in my life, I'm not going to be able to do these things. Right. Just being honest. Right. Just let them know. And I think that's totally fair. They'll miss you, but you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just thought of another long-term one, too, because you're talking about being involved in so much. Mm -hmm. How would you handle, how do you handle, like, a family group text where it's all just pictures of, you know, people send pictures of your nieces and nephews and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, because really you love one. them, you want to see them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really have any issues. Right. With that. I'm going to say. But I didn't have newborns. Re- well, there's one child, one nephew that was born during our miscarriages. Mm. But I was just so happy for them. Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. I, my, ugh. That was tough. I, I Again, I think that one was kind of a season. Yeah. That was a season for me. Yeah. I remember... So, I mean, my 
my husband's brother started having kids before we even started trying. Right. So, obviously... They already had a family established. Exactly. Right. So... And that's how this was for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, my brother started having kids when we started trying. And right. But, you know, it never bothered me. I, I think I was just so happy for them. Yeah. That I was never depressed. Like, it, it wasn't hard for me. I think... Right. I think if anything, I was just like, thank God they can have kids. Right. That that might have been where my head was at for him. That's a really nice place to be. Yeah. I think um, it's probably harder when it's like your 16-year-old cousin. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and they get knocked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? They don't know who. It's kind of like those people that you're like, really? Yeah. Them? Well, it's like Britney Spears. Oh, again. I can't get over it. Cannot get over that. I mean, I feel bad that she had a miscarriage, but like. Really? I can't believe she got pregnant. Yeah. No, ma'am. No. Not you first. (laughs) (laughs) No. Or not you again. You just keep dancing in your living room for us on Instagram. That's it. Oh, Jesus. She's a (laughs) nutcase. She just got a pole. I just saw it today. She installed a stripper pole in her house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's... More power it's to Brittany, you. bitch. More power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, dear. Oh. So the last long-term idea that we had was share this podcast. Duh. Right? Specifically with your people, the what not to say to someone trying to conceive. Right. Like, when are you going to have a baby? Right. Doy. And it's so, yeah. usually like... Some old man that's asking me. Yeah. Oh, I do have something. Did I already say this on the podcast? I don't think mm. I did. I had a guy. So I'm clearly like very pregnant at this point. <laughs> it's very noticeable. I ran into this guy at the grocery store that I knew from somewhere, but I didn't know from where. <gasps> Is he the one that it was a oh, grocery store? No, that was Home Depot. With you oh, no, 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 that okay. was a long time ago. Yes, okay, okay. No, this is someone new. Yes. So, I run, we, we see each other, hey, how are you, <laughs> whatever. Right. And then we run into each other again on a different aisle, and he says, are you Abby? And I said, well, I am. <laughs> and he says his name, can't remember now. And I said, did you work at so-and-so? And he said, no, but I knew your mom and dad from church. Uh-huh. Okay, literally, don't even know this man's name. Don't even know where I know him from. Oh, good. And he says, so you're pregnant? I said, yeah, clearly. Good guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job. And he says, don't find out what it is. Oh. <laughs> like uh, that abrasive. Oh. And I said, oh. Um, he said, he interrupted. I started to speak and he interrupted and said, that, that, me and my wife, we didn't find out what we were having. We didn't find out because, and I just said, well, there aren't many surprises for adults left anymore. And he said, yeah, just don't, just whatever you do, don't find out what it is. And he kept saying it, so I got annoyed. Yeah. So finally I said, well, we had to know what it was because we had embryos taken out in a thing called IVF in his <laughs> face. Like, he didn't know what to say. Oh, that's awesome. He was, he like, I don't know, his face like grimaced a little. And I was like, IVF. So we had embryos, you know, we had to genetically test them <laughs> in a lab and we knew what they were. So right. we, we really didn't have that choice. Correct. To not know. We actually did. We could have transferred ah. and not known, you know. But I mean. But like, shut up. Right. And like, like you said, you are already clearly pregnant. 
Right. I'm Does, clearly past the point of knowing. Right. Exactly. How is that helpful? It wasn't whatsoever. What an idiot. Pretty much. Yes. So, All yeah. Right, so, so definitely share this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That should have been on the other episode. But it just happened. It just. But right. Exactly. Ugh. All right, so those were our list of short-term ideas and long-term ideas. Now, obviously, there are probably some things that our listeners are doing that we didn't even mention. Mm -hmm. So I would love to know, and y'all let us know, ways that you are helping yourself. And it doesn't even have to be with an invitation to something. It could be literally your day-to-day, just getting through the day-to-day. But the next list that we want to talk about, and it's... You know, it's a little more serious because there are people that kind of take it too far in coping, basically. Mm-hmm. And like Abby and I said already, we have already done some of these things. So right. I can say that. Right. <laughs> I can say that I shouldn't have done that. Right. Um, but the first one that we have on here uh, of what you probably shouldn't do, and that's numb the pain. So that can be whether you are drinking alcohol, Mm -hmm. you are abusing pills, Mm -hmm. drugs, period, just anything to numb that pain so that you're not feeling it temporarily. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can say that I did that when I would go to baby showers. Mm -hmm. Um, I literally hid a bottle of wine in my car Mm -hmm. and had a swell water bottle and would go either put it if my bag was big enough I would put it in my bag and go into a bathroom and pour the wine into the swell and drink it the whole time Mm -hmm. or go out to my car pour the wine in there it was very irresponsible and like embarrassing looking back on it now you're embarrassed by it but I'm like uh, you got through. Like, <laughs> I mean, I understand you want to you want to do things more out in the open. Yeah. So, like, being able to say, like, hey, I might, I might drink a little during this. Right. You know, like, this is kind of tough, but I'm going to be there for you because you're my best girl. Right. But, but I'm going to drink a little wine. I got to get through this. And I know that there's no alcohol here, so I'm going to just hide it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know. So, if you, if you want any. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I got it in my car. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was definitely something I did that, yeah, I got through it. Yeah. Not proud of it, but I got through it. I, I, yeah, I think there's lots of ways. There's lots of ways to numb pain Mm -hmm. and to, to kind of numb out. And, you know, one of mine would be definitely, well, we have it on the list too, but I mean, I'm a pro at like going home literally won't respond to any text all weekend will just sleep lay in my bed watch tv Mm -hmm. occasionally we'll go out and get something to eat (laughs) and then (laughs) to maintain to maintain right and then um show up to work on monday and just say i had a great weekend right and everything was fine Mm -hmm. that's you know that's where I land. Right, right. And so, that's another one on our list is basically becoming a recluse. Right. Yeah. And that's not good either. I mean. No. I think every now and then if you just need to. It's different. You know when it's happening. That's so true. You know because I've known the difference. Yes. There's weekends where I'm like, oh, God, I just don't want to do anything this weekend. You actually respond to text messages. Mm-hmm. You let your people know. Right. But 
I would say back when I was really depressed, before I even got married, when I was lonely and all of that, mm. I was the pro at this. And I would literally shut my blinds, lock the doors. It was not good. Yeah. I would listen to the song, Tell Your Heart to Beat Again, over and over. Uh, oh, I know. God. I know. I know. That is so depressing. So I've been there. Like, yeah, yeah. Dude. And then I started medicine. It was good. Oh, And good. therapy. That, yes. Uh, but, um, All good things. Yeah, I think... But I can I can lean towards that. Yeah. And another way that I help myself with that is, like, my partner knows that's mm. what I go to. Yeah. So I can say to him, like, yeah, I think I just want to stay in bed all day. And he can kind of gauge, like, is this depression or is she just exhausted? Right. You know? That's awesome. So... I also will rely on him for that mm-hmm. um, because I know that he would know if I didn't get out of bed or take a shower from Friday to Sunday, you know, Sunday, more, Monday morning. Oh, right. Um, you know, he would be like, what's up with you? Yeah. What, I mean, why haven't you told me we need to go out to eat yet? <laughs> so I would say let your partner know, too, if you're... I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a way to help you not go into that state of depression. Tell, right. Like, make it out, say it out loud. Tell somebody right. so they can look out for you. And you can usually talk it out at that point and say, well, no, I'm just feeling this. And you get to the root fear or the root problem or whatever it is. And then you're like, all right, now let's go get pizza. Exactly. You know, but I still want to come back and watch a movie and go to bed. Right. And, but you're kind of, it kind of breaks up that, that cycle. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the third one that we have is lashing out unnecessarily and keeping your feelings bottled up. Now, I say you do both of those. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It doesn't, it doesn't end well. Well, I feel like I definitely keep my feelings bottled up. And I feel like I lash out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't do those things. No. Because really, ultimately, if you keep your feelings bottled up, you will lash out. Yeah. And it will be unnecessarily. Right. So, therapy. Therapy. <laughs> the That's only, the answer to that. The only answer to that is therapy. Pretty much. Right. Um, and then the last one that we want to talk about, and it's definitely, I would think, the most serious one. And this is one that Abby and I don't have experience with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's harming yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't have experience with this but the way that you feel going through an infertility diagnosis is so painful i can understand it It, exactly yeah you can understand why you would want to make the pain go away right but we are here to tell you that is absolutely not what you should do to yourself because it's not fair you don't need to do that to yourself. There are so many other things that you can do to help yourself so that you don't have to get to that point. Talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, even if that means, you know, send us a DM. If mm-hmm. you are in that critical of a, of a state it mentally, we want to help y'all. And, you know, seek help. If you are at that point that you want to cause harm to yourself, you please go seek help yeah it's a reality i mean it's it's i i like i said i can understand it absolutely i can really understand it so 
Um, and it's lonely. And I think that's another reason why people would seek that. But that's, I mean, really, that's why we, a big reason why we started this podcast. Because you and I were the only two people really that had ever gone through IVF. I mean, (laughs) ever. Ever. That we knew. (laughs) In the history. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that there are other people out there. They're just not telling anyone. Right. So we don't want you to feel left out. So, you know, reach out, reach out to a friend. Yeah. Um, Even if you are at a fertility clinic, talk to someone there. Talk to one of your nurses. Nobody's going to judge you. Tell them what you're feeling. Exactly. I mean, they're... You know, nobody's going to say, like, oh, we shouldn't do this procedure for her because she's feeling depressed. (laughs) Right. Like, oh, we're she's not deserving of this because she's feeling depressed. Like, if you haven't felt depressed, then you're probably... You probably don't want it that bad. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. If you haven't felt depressed, I would say, yeah, you're you're one of the very few lucky ones. Amen. So, and I would find it... It's hard-pressed. Right. And I'm, like, the happiest person on the planet. Literally. It's annoying. (laughs) You're like Disneyland in a person. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And I got there. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You're not fooling anybody. Let's turn this around and make it happy. I love that. Okay. Abby, what is your sticky this week? Okay. My sticky is... Um, Jake and I are always looking for a show to watch together. Oh. And we found a show. Stop. Um, it is called, it's old, and it's and there's no new seasons coming out. So I don't know why we're <laughs> doing this. Fun. There's only three seasons. <gasps> but it's called Designated Survivor. Did you watch that? I did not, but I've heard it's about the president? Or the yeah. president, somebody that. Yes. Yes. And it has um, Kiefer Sutherland in it. Oh. And he's the guy from 24. The show 24. I okay. don't know that. All right. Um, but anyway, it's so good. Huh. And we watched, We I think we're almost done with season one. That's awesome. So we're really enjoying that. Okay, I'll keep going since you don't have anything. <laughs> um, we got floors installed. Floors. And our kitchen is installed. Shut the front door. And we got French doors installed. Stop. With the pad, with the... Um, step out i cannot wait to so see it. we are moving along yeah you we are. are we we i would say we have four more weeks left hopefully oh my gosh which is good because there's going to be a baby in like six or seven correct so we need to kind of you know keep them on track keep it going yes keep it going but it looks really good oh my gosh feels really good so that's so great yeah i love that all right what's yours so my sticky uh-huh. is a show as well, but it's an old show. Okay. And I, you know, I've been home with a baby. Right. And when I'm feeding her and when she's sleeping, I, I need, need something stu- to do. I need stuff on my list. Well, I need stuff to save. you have probably watched this before because I did, but not as an adult. Okay. Full House. Okay, no thanks. It's hysterical. Hysterical. Wait, you're watching the new one or the old one? The the old one. The new one sucks. I think I only watched the first season of that one. And then the old one, I don't mind it. I'm telling you. I don't mind it. Dude, it's so funny. I feel like you watch very PG things. And oh, I, I watch, definitely do. I watch not PG at all. No. See, I am very immature. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just like things that make me happy. That's, yeah, you just, that's your goal. It's Jake, too. He just yeah. watches, he wants to watch comedy specials. Yes. Every day, all day. All the time. Yes. And I want to watch murder. Mysteries. Now, I do love murder. Right. 
But it's funny because <laughs> I hate the fake murder. Oh, it's got to be real. It murder. has to be real. I'm yeah. not afraid of the real stuff. Right. Which is really psychotic if you think about it. Oh, we're all messed up. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny that you watch. It's it's funny, the stuff you watch. But then you watch It's Always Sunny, and that's not I PG love. at all. It's funny. It is funny. Yeah. And they're not like. That's the, that's the common. I think what I figured out is I don't like. Uh, like, so when I say I'm immature, I'm immature about like. Uh, like romance. Like, <laughs> like touchy stuff. Like, I've never seen the Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Because I would literally oh. melt. Oh, really? I would. So you're a prude. I'm a prude. Oh, you're owning that's, it. I definitely am. Okay. It makes me uncomfortable. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, I can't handle it. Oh, that's really funny. Because it, it's so like, it's so, it's a private thing for me. So private. Yes, that I'm like, yeah. I feel exposed. You can't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, God, no. Uh-uh, no. Yeah. I've been told I cannot watch that. I love But Game I think of that's Thrones. why I love It's Always Sunny, because they're not that way at all. They're just They almost joke about it and make people. fun of it. Yes, exactly. Just, yeah, it's almost like I- immature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People. See? Okay. See? It's all making sense now. <laughs> okay, it's clicking. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well. That's, that's me. I have to think about if I give you any recommendations. I should just know that you're not going to watch it. Probably not. If not, unless it's a, like a rom com, like I'll do that. Right. But yeah, if clothes oh, are coming funny. off, I'm I'm turning it off. Oh, that is hilarious. But you know what? I will now. I will say this. I you, will but watch. You will watch porn. I no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I will watch Bridgerton. Oh, Bridgerton is is kid gloves. Oh. Yeah. See, that made me a little, like, if I, like, turn away. No. Or I'll mute it. I just don't want to hear it. No. you. And then once it goes on, then I'm good. Because I love the storyline. And, no. like, Queen Charlotte. Oh, my God. That was so good. No. I'm talking, you need to watch the real stuff, like Outlander mm, and mm, mm, mm. Game of Thrones. And, oh, <gasps> yeah. That's, yeah. Bridgerton is, like. Oh, see, I thought I was doing good with Bridgerton. Well, you are. You're, you're stepping up. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you for yeah. that. You should read the books that we... You'll never read them. I'll never read them. <laughs> a Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> and that's going to be a show, I think. Of course it is. I will make you watch that show. Ooh. I will make you. Ooh. All right, we got to go. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks. Stay sticky. Bye. <laughs>